morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Monday, February 6th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bolger. And I'm Brett Goodman. And we come to you three times a week to try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Before we get into our scripture text, let's have a moment for prayer. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, we pray for all who are struggling this day. May it be a monumental struggle of grief. May it be a minor struggle of just having trouble getting out of bed because we didn't sleep well. May we bring all that we have to you and find energy and hope for this day. We pray this all in your name. Amen. Amen. So for the past few weeks, we've been reading different parts of the Sermon on the Mount. Today, we're going to read Matthew 7, 13 through 14, and then 24 through 29. This is the end of the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus is speaking. Enter through the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the road is easy that leads to destruction, and there are many who take it. For the gate is narrow and the road is hard that leads to life, and there are few who find it. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on rock. The rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house. But it did not fall, because it had been founded on rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not act on them will be like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell. And great was its fall. Now when Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were astounded at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as their scribes. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Tara, how are you and what's been bringing you joy lately? Um, let's see. Uh, I had a great workout this morning at the gym, although I'm tired now. Last night, um, Ryan had early basketball practice. And Brian is out of town, so the girls and I just sat around the um, table in the uh, in the kitchen, and we ate and talked, and that brought me a lot of joy. And then I got to quiz Ryan on human physiology terms, so that was a good time. Did you know any of the terms without the study guide? I knew how to pronounce them all. <laughs> well, that's pretty good. I don't know that's that I good. knew uh, <laughs> what they meant, every one of them. But it is funny because... Um, so like the cerebellum, mm-hmm. I would want to pronounce it like seraphim. <laughs> like the biblical, <laughs> the if you biblical, know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, so we got That's a little really kick funny. out of that. That's really funny. What about you? What's bringing you joy? Um, what's bringing me joy? Uh, last night, Allie and I uh, went up on the mountain. We did our run walk together. Uh, and then she has purchased this um, baby class thing. Uh, and so I'm like, well, if we're going to go through this, we need to feel terrible. So we went to Great Panda Chinese, which is mm-hmm. off of Whitesburg, and it's so delicious and so cheap and so disgusting. And mm-hmm. so we each got a two entree and we went back and ate Chinese food and watched like 
30 modules of this training video. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, is it about labor and delivery or uh, just having a baby? Uh, it's about, like, uh, taking them. It's about hospital and then taking the first, yeah. like, few weeks taking yeah. them Yeah, how not to kill them. Exactly, right? exactly. Yeah. Or, like, uh, this looks like death, but it's not death. It's mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, here's the most joyful thing I've done recently is I went to a one-year-old's birthday party on Saturday, mm. and it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but to our scripture, can you unpack uh, the verse for me that talks about this narrow gate and this wide gate? What is Jesus trying to communicate with to us with it? Well, instead of one meaning, I'm going to give you three. Give it. First, there is literally a narrow gate into the city. Mm-hmm. And so people would know that it's a little more difficult to go Jerusalem. through the narrow gate. Yes. Okay. Than in through the wide gate. Um, and so there's that kind of concrete imagery they all would have understood. Um, The second is that a lot of Jesus's talk in the Sermon on the Mount is eschatological, meaning it is the idea that there is a kingdom of God that we will enter into after death and that there is um, goodness and life there for those who believe in Jesus. And so I think eschatologically, the narrow gate is belief in Jesus and turning away from the law, right, and Mm -hmm. trying to carry that out. Um, And then lastly, the narrow gate, which I think is the most interesting for Christians, the narrow gate is the idea that there are ways of living in the world that do not look like what everyone else does that give us life and meaning. And Jesus is encouraging us to move through that gate um, as best as we can. And I tend to think in terms of like concreteness. Um, you know, it's a narrow gate every time someone wakes up on a Sunday morning and instead of sleeping in or going to get coffee or getting their grocery shopping done, comes to church and lets the church form them. That's a narrow gate. Mm -hmm. Um, Every time there is something in our culture, whether it be excessive greed or lust, and we, because of our faith, act in another way, that's a narrow gate. And so I think that's what Jesus is talking about here. Yeah, I love how uh, you've paired that section with with the with the part that comes after about uh, living and mm-hmm. wise manners. I mean, we've talked about the past three weeks going through the sermon series of the Sermon on the Mount that it's you know Jesus is talking to what is our faith and how do we live that out in the world uh, and how does that live out both in actions and in our heart because uh, mm-hmm. Jesus is constantly striking to the heart. Um, and uh, so this narrow gate is, you know, exactly, I think exactly what you said of, um, it's a difficult way to live, right? <laughs> um, uh, I've talked about it before and everyone's probably sick of it, but I'm going to bring it up again. And that is that um, in the Brothers Karamazov, it's the great uh, charge against Jesus that, you know, people can't live this way. It's too narrow. It's too difficult. It's too hard. Uh, to which Jesus just responds with a kiss. Um, and I think that that's, you know, when we come and we feel like um, we bring to Jesus, like the things you're asking me to do are too difficult because all these things in the world seem uh, easier. Uh, Jesus responds with a kiss and a hug uh, and we go out and try again, right? You know, I think for first century listeners in particular, persecutions are going to come, right? So there's a very, it is going to be difficult. Mm-hmm. For myself, I would characterize it not as difficult, but I had someone, I have a friend in Georgia who's a woodworker, and he explained it to to me this way. 
if you are like sanding and going with the grain of the wood, it's much easier. Mm -hmm. But when you go against the grain of the wood, it's harder to do. And I think that the narrow gate goes against the grain of my selfishness (laughs) and goes against the grain of what is easy and what everyone else is doing. And it's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, Not that it won't be difficult. I'm not saying that it won't, but I'm saying for me, I mostly notice it in terms of discomfort and a lack of ease, both of which I value greatly. Yeah, yeah. I am lazy like nobody's business. I value comfort above all. We are we are soft human beings. Yes, <laughs> um, completely. Uh, and prefer to stay that way uh, and to pursue all avenues. It's natural to pursue these avenues of whatever is easiest. Uh, and sometimes what's easiest is not what's best for us. Uh, it is 1,000% easier for... Uh, for, uh, for me to stay at home and not go be with a group of people that uh, will make us better humans being, it's being together. Uh, and so I have to literally intellectually work that out in my yeah. mind sometimes of like, I know this is better for me. I know that I will probably enjoy this more, but I know the world will be better and I'll be better if I do this. <laughs> And the narrow gate comes right after Jesus has restated the golden rule. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a narrow gate to love someone as I love myself when all I really want to do is just love myself. Sure. With that, I'll end with a quote from Charles Dickens. He writes, Remember, it is Christianity to do good always, even to those who do evil to us. It is Christianity to love our neighbors as ourselves." and to do to all men as we would have them do to us. It is Christianity to be gentle, merciful, and forgiving, and to keep these qualities quiet in our own hearts and never make a boast of them or of our prayers or of our love of God, but always to show that we love Him by humbly trying to do right in everything. If we do this and remember the life and lessons of our Lord Jesus Christ and try to act upon them, we may confidently hope that God will forgive us our sins and mistakes and enable us to live and die in peace. Mm. That's a narrow gate. That's a narrow gate. Thank you all for being with us. We'll be back again on Wednesday. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen.